You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of A Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight, we got another love nugget coming your way, guys. And this love nugget is about three areas to focus on when it comes to conflict after the honeymoon phase, right? You guys have heard me mention the honeymoon phase quite a bit throughout this podcast. And just to reiterate, the honeymoon phase can last anywhere from three months to six years, right? So anytime in between the the three month and six year time period, you can wake up and be over your partner, right? Or notice that your partner has some flaws that that you may not be able to accept over the course of a long-term relationship, So it's very important to be mindful of that because that's when the unconditional acceptance comes into play. Right. But the three major areas that I've seen um, and I invite you to look into after the honeymoon phase, whether it's three months, whether it's six years to keep your relationship going strong is when you do the three following things. Right. The first thing you do when it comes to conflict after the honeymoon phase, typically in a relationship is you start to poke fun at one another's subconscious behaviors and feelings, right? So this is where in the relationship you say things like, see, you always forget something, right? Or you're always doing this or you never do that, right? Where We start to poke at those subconscious behaviors, the things that our partner may not be aware of, but they're doing them. And instead of helping and being accepting with those flaws that our partner may have or the deficits that our partner may have, we start to poke fun at them, right? And then we start to poke fun at their feelings as well, right? Like, oh, well, that doesn't matter. Or why are you being a baby about that? Or quit complaining about that. When you start to poke fun, whether that's about the subconscious behaviors or the feelings of your partner, automatically that causes them to be defensive or become defensive, right? And want to come back at you. And as I always say, it's never a good thing to match uh, defense with defense, right? So to go back and forth and continue to escalate the situation, it's always best when you're arguing to match defense with offense. So delivering a nice, calm voice, expressing to your partner what your needs are and seeing what, what they're trying to express to you as well, right? Thinking back to that ping pong method going back and forth where there's not only talking but also receiving of information the second area that i would invite you guys to look into when it comes to conflict in the relationship after the honeymoon phase is attacking one another's childhood wounds so this conversation may look something along the lines of see that's why your mother did this to you or see that's why your father wasn't there for you or your father did this Whatever the case may be, whatever the childhood wound is that your partner shared with you at a point in time in in an effort to open up and be more um, open in the relationship, open to dialogue, you took that information and now you're upset or your partner made you upset and you're using that to attack them, right, or poke them. 
And, and eventually, whenever childhood wounds are attacked, there's one of two things that happens. Either the partner that's being attacked shuts down or they come back with more fire. Right. And again, going back to matching defense with defense and they're going to attack you for your childhood wounds. So whatever you opened up to them about now, they're going to attack you for that. And it just becomes a vicious cycle, guys. So you want to be mindful of, of attacking one another's childhood wounds because that's when you really start to tap into that subconscious mind and the defense mechanism come into play. And then finally, the third thing that I've seen when it comes to conflict in relationships after the honeymoon phase is blaming your partner for your own unhappiness. You guys have heard me say this before, and it still is a huge pet peeve of mine, right? Not taking full responsibility for your happiness, for your actions, for your reactions in any situation is a clear sign that you may not be mature, right? So if you are someone who is in a relationship and something goes wrong and you blame your partner, again, let's use this example, right? So you don't identify your needs or you're, you're unable to articulate your needs. You become unhappy and you re step outside of your relationship and cheat, right? That's something that I hear a lot of. And it's like, oh, well, I'm not happy. So I did this or I had this extracurricular relationship. When realistically, that's that's an immature way of thinking. And you should be able to articulate your needs and let your partner know what you need from them in order to create a, an environment in which you can have a lasting relationship, but also a safe space because your partner is your friend, too. So you want to be able to express anything you need to your friends. All right. So that's all I have for you guys. Those are the three major areas of conflict after the honeymoon phase. I invite you guys to explore these areas. If you find yourself um, getting upset at your partner or frustrated at your partner quite often, I would invite you to look into those three areas. I also want to say this. It's because it's very, very important um, to understand that these things may be a part of your partner's subconscious. So if you address them, right? So if you say, hey, I heard this podcast the other day and they were saying these areas of conflict is why we may be having trouble within our relationship, within our relationship, excuse me. And your, your partner is like, what? I don't understand. Understand that sometimes these, these behaviors are a part of our subconscious mind and bringing it to our partner's attention may not get the immediate response that we want. Right. Because this is muscle memory at this point in time. There's the subconscious mind is just flowing and it's triggered when you get upset or, or the attacking comes into play. So give your partner a little grace. Let them know that this is something you've heard and you want to try to work on it. And it may be a part of their subconscious. But again, as long as they're willing to work and put the steps in place to become better, you can have a lasting relationship. All right. So feel free to hit us up, guys, at TQLP20 at gmail.com with any questions that you guys have for our big Wednesday episode. Once again, that's TQLP20 at gmail.com. Also be on the lookout. Uh, I got a couple interviews coming up, one with uh, the one and only fearless queen, fearless leader, Tommy Billingsley, uh, and also one for the Academy of Excellence. I'm very, very grateful and appreciative of all the opportunities that are coming my way. I've had some tremendous blessings to start off 2021. So um, I'm forever grateful. Thank you, everyone who's listening, subscribed, shared, giving me feedback or anything. It's my hope that I could continue to deliver this information to you guys, continue to answer your questions, um, and continue to set you on a path to a better life, to a better quality of life. As always, guys, remember, the quality of love and relationship that you have in your life 
will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.